Hello everyone and welcome back to the Building from the Bottom podcast. I'm your host Gareth Rafferty and this is chapter 4 episode 6. We're coming up to the start of November and Covid restrictions in the UK are starting to tighten up again and who knows where we're going to be for Christmas. Every episode of this podcast it seems like something in the country and in the world is changing. The US election being one of those. And in this changing world it's really important to think about your mindset and to be self-aware of the things going on around you. And so today's podcast is based all around the mindset when you're starting a business and also talking a little bit about my experience with sales. You can't grow a business without sales and it's a really important element of business. So I thought let's throw that into the mix. But mindset is the key point for today's podcast. It's extremely crucial for you to constantly be checking in with yourself, checking in to see how you're feeling, how you're thinking as well. So when you're starting that company, or maybe you've already started it, just remember to regularly check in to see what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and just to check in to see whether you're okay. Sometimes this journey can be lonely on your road to success. So it's important that you make sure that you are physically and mentally okay. Sometimes just by taking a bit of time out to be mindful of what's going on around you, you'll realize that your leg aches from that run you did yesterday or your toe hurts because you stubbed it earlier on today, but you didn't realize. And these little things allow you to be a lot more self-aware and appreciate what's going on around you. And it's extremely important. But when you're starting a business, it takes a different level of mindset. It's not just about being a bit more self-aware than your peers. When you start a business, it's all about you. And as controversial as this may seem, because everyone seems to be talking about the customer. When you're starting a business, it's really all about you. It's about your mindset. It's about task management. And it's just about what you do on a day-to-day basis that's going to drive the business forward. When you're initially going into starting a business, it's a point that people don't really tell you about. So I thought I would talk about it today. You need to ask yourself why you're doing this. You need to look at business, this business idea that you're creating and say, I want to do this. I believe that there is a mission and this mission is going to help this problem. Whatever that problem may be, you have to be innately invested in that problem. You have to be able to say, I'm going to help the people that are directly impacted by this problem. And by doing that, that takes you to a next level. But you have to also look at your own life, the life 
before your company and say, this may be where I am now, but this isn't going to be where I am in the future. You have to have determination and effort and perseverance and resilience and say to yourself, we're going to fall. We're going to drop off a cliff and who knows how far we're going to fall. You might even have your eyes covered as you're falling and not knowing which direction you should aim to fall in. And you have to have a little bit of hope. Hope that something will catch you and you won't hit the ground and die. And when you put the principle of business like that, it can scare a few people off. But that is exactly how I felt when I first started my company and I still feel that way some days. You have to say, this is where I am right now, but I believe that I can get more, be more and obtain more. You have to see a different version of yourself, a version that's grown, a, a completely different personality of you, a different side to you. It's almost like you have to make a completely new identity. You've got to commit endless amount of hours before you may even turn over the first penny. And it's that determination, that will, that will start to get the ball rolling. It's that ability to roll across the floor and hope that someone is going to pick you up and roll you in a different direction. And it's also the hope that you're going to get acceptance from the customer. Not acceptance of your friends, not acceptance of your family, your ex-colleagues, your high school girlfriend. It doesn't matter about any of them. But you've got to look internally and ask yourself, am I really going to be able to do this? And when people around you tell you you're stupid, you're silly, you're weird, you can't do this, you have to be willing to either stand up to them and say, yes, I can do this and I'm going to do this and I will prove you wrong. Or you have to just keep it internal, take a step out of that situation and then still work hard on it anyway. If you let people push you down, there's only one direction you're going and that's down. Sometimes you have to fight back. I remember in high school, I got bullied and I never really backed down, to be honest. Okay, yeah, there was some times when there was fights and I knew there was no chance I was going to face these opponents. So I ran. But the mindset wise, if someone told me to stop doing something, nine times out of 10, I would just do it 10 times more. And although in some circumstances that can be extremely annoying, it's really important that you have the grit and the resilience to push through. 
I can assure you, you will think in your brain about how hard it is, but you almost internalize that you're going to be all right and that actually it's not as hard as people make out it to be. But trust me, even if you imagine it's difficult, maybe imagine a little bit harder. So if you're thinking about starting a business or you're starting a business right now, I hope I haven't scared you away. I hope I've made you want it that little bit more. And just because there's a challenge in front of you, don't let it knock you down. For me, when I go back to missions, mine is to make and share more positivity with the world. So much negativity going on. But whatever your mission is, you've got to stand behind it. It doesn't matter whether you're selling a new nail cutting device or whether you're selling the next piece of AI technology. It doesn't matter how expensive or cheap your product is, whether you're the new Tesla or whether you're just making something that's going to cost a pound or a dollar. It's important that you stand behind it and you don't give up. And trust me, I've seen people give up on this world and they've come back to jobs and you need to just believe in yourself. And people will call you arrogant. I've been called arrogant many times. And you will get people laughing in your face and shouting at you saying you're wrong. I don't believe that you're ready for this. I don't believe that you're the right person to do this. But you have to believe in yourself and ignore everyone else. So you know it's about you. And if it's about you, then when you're doing your day-to-day tasks, how do you continue that philosophy? Well, you need to keep yourself accountable. And this is where other people come in. I used to think, I'm super good at keeping myself accountable. I can do this, 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 and this, and I'll be fine. I was wrong. I think we all have one two, maybe three things that we struggle to hold ourselves accountable to. It's an innate thing. Maybe we're, we're scared, we're nervous to do something, and in turn that holds us back. But we just don't come to grips with those nerves, those fears. And so that just holds us back and we don't even see it. So when I started working with my coach and I very quickly realized that I was holding myself back on sales. I was nervous. I was scared. I didn't like the whole ickiness of it. And just the whole process of getting into those sales conversations just didn't feel right. But by having my coach, he's really pushed me forward. So sometimes don't be afraid to use a friend or a coach or a mentor or whatever to just help you to get to that next level. There's people out there that know a lot more than you and there's people out there that know less than you in certain topics. But be open to learning and be open to 
gaining experience from the people around you. Having someone that's going to show up every week and say, hey, Gareth, it's great that you've done these few things, but actually you've missed the core goal of this week. Why did you miss that? What's stopping you? And then when you start to think about answering those questions in your own mind, then you start to realize that there's a lot more deeper than you ever expected. But now you have a person that can work through it with you and come back again next week and say, oh, Gareth, I saw that you did this and I saw that you did that. Congratulations. You may have done it not the best, but you tried. And now this is a learning process. You have questions. Great. Come to me. I'll try and answer them. We'll work through this together. You may be a solo founder. You may have five other co-founders. It doesn't really matter. Even if you're on your team of co-founders, sometimes you need someone external that's just going to come in and check up on you guys and mentor you or just coach you or just hold you accountable. Accountability is really important. And that linked with your fear, if you are still fearful, a great way to move forward if you don't have a coach or a business, let's, let's run into that. It's task management. That's what that comes down to, task management. And there's a matrix which I like to use, which is fairly recently me using it, but I do quite enjoy it and it does work. And that combined with just writing things down really works. So that matrix is called the urgent important matrix. I've got a really good medium article on this. So you guys can go and check that out. It's not written by me, but I found it online and it's really good. It breaks it down really nicely with examples of applying it to a small business and a startup. So I think you guys will find a lot of value in that and I'll make sure I put it in the description for you. But to break it down, you've got four sections. You've got the things that are very urgent and the things that aren't urgent. You've got the things that are very important and the things that aren't important. And this is laid out in a two by two square and you've got one on the X axis, one on the Y axis. And for those of you that don't know, one on the bottom, one on the left hand side. And so sometimes you've got tasks and activities that are very important and urgent. And those are your really high priority tasks. Then you've got things that are not very important, but they're still really urgent. Those of course, still quite important to do, but not very important to the future of the business. It's just something that needs to be done. For example, um, writing a client contract that might be quite urgent, but not as important because the client is still going to be working with you anyways. It's just to protect you on back really. So looking on the flip side to that, you've got things that are very important, but not urgent. Those things that just need to be done and you've got people expecting things from you, but they don't have to be done right now. They can be done in a week's time. And then finally, you've got the one box, which is basically throwaway tasks. And that section is the things that aren't important and they're not urgent. And as you're thinking about this, if this is the first time you've heard this, you're thinking, well, what's the point of those tasks? And that's the exact reason I'm telling you. Those tasks are the ones which you're devoting your time to, but you don't really need to devote your time to. And maybe you don't need to devote your time to at all, or maybe you can just push it back six months. You haven't got to do it right now. 
And as you're thinking about this and you're feeling these words that I'm giving to you, you're imagining it in your business. How does it sound? Ask yourself. Apply it to your own life. What tasks have you got in your life that you do on a day-to-day basis that you're going to do today whilst listening to this podcast? What tasks are you doing right now that don't really need to be done right now? They can be done in a week's time and you can prioritise other things. This really helps with prioritisation of tasks. And if you also write down goals for your week and you use what I call the chunking method, um, I use that on a Trello board so I can see all my goals and I can label them different colors and things. So I use that alongside writing down my goals alongside um, this urgent important matrix. And that really allows me to have a versatile and really robust strategy for task management. When you're in a business, your time is very thin. It's pulled in lots of different directions marketing, sales, project development, and all these other different areas that you're working on, taxes, finance, accounting, you know, those areas too. So if you're running between each thing, it's easy to get lost in the different tasks. That's why I I use this. In Trello, I use a amber and green system. If it hasn't got a color at all, then it's just blank. It means I haven't started it. If it's amber or orange, depending where you're from, you might call it orange. Well, this for me is the section where it's been started, but it hasn't been finished yet. And then finally, you've got green, which means it's finished, it's complete, and I haven't got to do anything on it. Chunking, to break down that method as well. When you chunk down tasks, you're really picking very specific things that are going to take you half an hour to an hour that will really excel your day or your business and these tasks can really move the needle but you have to make sure that you do it properly if you just write down a really big task then you're probably going to be nervous going in and you're not going to have a strategy to do it that's why i prefer to write a lot of small goals than to write one big goal And yes, it may shorten your list by about five different points, but you will look at that task and you'll instantly be put off because you'll feel like it's such a big task. Hence, if you chunk down, you have more smaller tasks, you get, you you feel a lot more positive. You keep that positive, um, productive mentality going and you just move forward a lot quicker, I find, which is always what you want to do. So that's my whole strategy. Make sure you go and check out that Medium article and I'll put that in the description for you. And that's it. Just remember, if you're you're starting a business, then make sure you're thinking about yourself, checking in on yourself, seeing how you're feeling, thinking, and also just making sure you're okay. Make sure you're building that grit, building that mentality that's allows you to see what's not there yet, but the potential of something allows you to visualize that future of your business, the future of the problem and you solving it, the future feelings of your customers, all these different things and be accountable to yourself. And if you can't be accountable to yourself, then get someone else to help you be accountable. 
because your business isn't going to move forward if you don't move forward yourself. The business is you at the end of the day. And finally, make sure you're managing your tasks effectively. Your time is thin as a business owner, as a startup owner. Don't just give your time willy-nilly. Make sure they're important tasks, important for you and important for the company. Thank you all so, so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any questions, my social media is in the description. So feel free to message me on any social platform and I shall reply. This has been chapter four, episode six of the Building from the Bottom podcast. Thank you all so much for listening and have a great week.